All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of a、uh, hundred books a year with Kevin.、Uh, today, let's talk about a new book. Probably spend one day on this, maybe two.、Uh, let's talk about a book called、uh, "Creative Design:、uh, Inside Apple's Design Process During the Golden Age of Apple." I think. Wait, why there are two apples there? Anyway,、um, the author of this book,、uh, his name is Ken.、Um, he was there. He joined Apple in two thousand and one. And he stayed there for like fifteen years. So he wrote about.、Um, he was there for the iPhone, for the iPad.、Um, he is a software programmer. So,、um, Ken oversees and Ken sees the comeback of Apple, in a sense that he was in charge of developing different product, different software.、Um, most notably, he was the designer of the autocorrect on the keyboard, and also the layout of a, the iPhone iPad keyboard. Um, let's let's chat about the、uh, iPhone or iPad keyboard today as a, uh, example, right? So, here's the thing: is that before um iPhones, we have Blackberries, right? We have the. Uh, you know the Motorola, right? Like the Asai、uh, switches keyboard. We don't really know how to type or how well we can type on a small, touch sensitive sheet of glass, right? Like BlackBerry, right? Like I am still a fan of BlackBerry, but they're not in the hardware markets anymore. Uh, they have like the full hardware keys, and. They just don't know how well this、um, typing experience will be just on a simple flat screen, right? And the autocorrect system comes later. But Ken was going to work on the keyboard, and he was going to make a demonstration to Steve about the iPhone or iPad keyboard. So there are two designs, right? I just want to use this example to showcase you guys how. Um, Apple design process works at least back in the day where when Jobs was、uh, you know running a company.、Um, so Ken's design, the author, have bigger keys. It's pretty much the design that we have right now on the iPhones or on on the iPad, right?、Uh, we have larger keys. It's easier to type, but we need to hunt. We need to search for the、uh, the punctuations and numbers. And there's another person's design, which is more keys, kind of like a full scale keyboard, but The keys are smaller, and then, but the trade-off is the numbers is easier to find, right? The punctuations are easier to find. So, in a sense, which way is the better way? Which way is better in terms of, um, getting this typing experience down? So Ken was demoing this to like, um, Jobs, right? And Jobs play with it, and Jobs was like you know like fiddling around with it. Like he spent maybe a few minutes with each keyboard, and then they end up went with、um, Ken's keyboard, which is a bigger one where we have to hunt for the、uh, punctuation and numbers. So from there, right, Ken talks about what is the design element of Apple software success, and then we probably want to circle back to. Um, the invention of autocorrect, right? So, the seven elements that Ken argues are essential for Apple's software designs are number one, inspiration, right? Thinking big ideas.、Um, secondly, we have collaborations, right? Working well with teams. Number three, we have craft, right? Meaning applying skills to achieve high quality results.
Number four, we have diligence, right? So do the groundwork, no shortcut. Number five, we have decisiveness, right? Make a decision quick and making tough choices, avoid delays. Number six, taste, right? We want to develop a fine taste or judgment within using the item, using the software or, or using the hardware, right? Number seven, sympathy, just to trying to see the world from the other's perspective, right? So according to Ken, these are the seven reasons why Apple is very, very good at software engineering. So let's circle back. Let's talk about autocorrect, right? Um, so essentially, after uh, Jobs approved the keyboard, what ended up happening is they need something to kind of make sure that there is some kind of a, a, you know, a smartness behind correcting mistakes. Because during those times, right, an iPhone, I think, wait, how big was the screen in the beginning? 4.1 inches, right? So they're not huge phone like right now. We, we have like the 6.7 inch one, right? Uh, back then, the, the, uh, the uh, original iPhones are kind of small, kind of pal uh, palmable. That was the trend back in the late 2000s, early 2011s. And um, they, they are trying to figure out how can we let the software to fix the mistake? How can we improve, quote unquote, the idea of accuracy on the typing, right? Um, they are trying out something from the linguistic perspective, right? Something that, um, you know, they are predicting the words, but that's not accurate at all, right? And then Ken, the, this book's author, is trying out for a um, decision map or like a decisive map, right? So what I mean is, because I'm looking at the uh, keyboard right now, if you want to type the word, let's say um, D, right? So what's above D is E, what's above S, sorry, what's uh, uh, outside of D is S and F, and what's below D is C, right? So in a sense that um, they are trying to do is, after you trying to type, let's say, flower, right? F, you have three, four different keys that are, are adjacent to F. L, you have, you know, K, O, you know, uh, M adjacent to that. O, we have I, O, P, L, K adjacent to that key. So what they will do is they were trying to use machine learning to like map, okay, whenever I type those keys, those keys are also might be the interest. Maybe I just misclick it, right? So after every single letter input, uh, they are, you know, uh, trying to predict what word makes sense in this case, right? Using a linguistic prediction. And Ken was the one that programmed into the keyboard that uh, whenever you hit two spaces, that's a period, right? Whenever you hit enter, that's just submit, right? And then he is the one that designed the suggestion bar, meaning that after you at least type in some vanity to, to the letter that you were supposed to type, and then there is a word prediction thing on the top, right? So he was the one that, you know, develop that, and then they also develop something called a uh, autocorrect uh, diary or dictionary, where they put in your common words that you use, your your common text language in there. So the dictionary of your own 
typing can be saved and you know like pass on from your Apple device to, to another Apple device. So this entire book of like 190, maybe like 200 pages talks about this whole thing talks about the development of this freaking keyboard. Um, so what I want to share with you guys is design matters. And, you know, um, Jobs used to say, and I want to end, on, uh, end this podcast on this note, Jobs saying that design is not really about how it looks. It is part of it, but it's not really always about how it looks. Design is really about how it works. And I think you know, me right now being like, you know, neck deep in the Apple Apple uh, ecosystem right now, uh, recording this podcast on my iPhone and my iPad, um, I can say that like the way that they work together um, is really, really interesting. And then the amount of thought they put in, at least from the uh, software side with like designing the keyboard, there is a whole book written about that just for the keyboard, right? So I just want to kind of use that as a kind of a, you know, quick example for you guys and then kind of like appreciate the Apple's design element and really Apple's way of design. I think the culture is really being set up by uh, Steve Jobs. All right, guys, uh, that's it for me. Uh, we made it in time. Good job, us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, tomorrow we're going to start a new book. Thanks. Bye.